Build, everyone's favorite developer conference that kind of sort of related to Windows still, but kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's actually my favorite Microsoft conference. I, I, I mean, aside from the costs, I guess I would I'd like to go. Uh, they're not really inviting the press, although mm -hmm. they will annoyingly have three or four people on site when, you know, the show opens, like, thanks for telling us. Um, but, yeah, I like Build. Yeah. Session Catalog is now online mm -hmm. for people who are interested in... Yeah. Actually, I'll just mention, I, Laurent just mentioned to me that there's a session, an in-person session for, which I, I assume they'll be broadcasting later, right, over YouTube, for... Um, Fluent 2, like Fluent Design System 2, and the new Microsoft Loop app and infrastructure is based on Fluent. And I assume this is maybe related to that, that they've maybe formalized some changes to this design system, I guess is the one I'm looking for. Is So WinUI must be based on Fluent, hmm. right? I would hope. Uh, boy. God, do we need so many different names for things. Anyway, that's my guess. My guess is that you should check out this message from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Fortress Alert Logic because it offers the most comprehensive managed detection and response coverage for public clouds, software as a service, on-premises, and hybrid environments. To learn more, check out Alert Logic. You can find links in the description. You can click it. You can learn more about <laughs> Alert Logic. Mm. Excuse me. Hmm. Choked up. You're that happy about Fluent 2.0? <laughs> well, it's it's of interest. I, I think the more interesting thing would be how long is it going to take for adoption to. I, I all right. I just I, I'll try not to make this go on for 15 minutes. I think about this stuff a lot, right? And I don't just think about it. I sort of play with it. And what I mm -hmm. mean by that is, there are you can do uh, when UI three UIs, if you will, in apps, and like, how do you do that? The easiest way is actually with MAUI, but MAUI is mobile apps, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I've been looking at the Windows app SDK and like, what what does it mean to create an app that has like a header, like the top of the new notepad, for example, mm -hmm. right? Which is a WinUI interface. Um, and I get the thing, I, the, the, the most striking thing about it to me, honestly, is how much code it requires. Like it's a lot of code. I don't mean XAML code, which is how you build the UI. Mm -hmm. I mean the back-end code that is how you interact with the UI. Like if you want to do something like, I'm going to take over the top of the application window, which means I need to specify the, the corner button thing there, the title, uh, the icon, uh, a draggable area at the top. Maybe I have a search bar up there, maybe not. Then there's the three uh, window buttons, like minimize, restore, and maximize. You have to handle all that stuff manually. It's a lot of code. Mm-hmm. And um, I, to me, this is the uh, the opposite of the point of these environments that started way back in the first version of Visual Basic, which was like just make it as simple as possible. It's just hard to it's hard, and it's uh, I think when you so you had so they didn't take fifteen minutes but five minutes. So the question you sort of rhetorically asked was something about uptake, like how you know when this is the this is the problem. And by the way, the thing I just described is like I'm starting a new app with the Windows app SDK. Nobody's doing that. Right. That's, yeah, I should have. You know, so that's a best case scenario. I should have qualified <laughs> really? my statement in saying yeah. how long for Microsoft to roll this out across their own apps. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, the the trick is you have an existing code base, whatever it may be, and you want to make it look modern and beautiful on Windows 11. Of course you do. Mm -hmm. But when it's too hard, you're like, well, whatever. It can just look the same everywhere. It it, it just works. The barrier to entry is the problem here. It's not that you can't do it. It's just is the amount of work it's going to take worth it. Mm-hmm. And you still have to do – this will soon go away, but for a little bit of time until some versions of Windows 10 finally head out to pass here, you still have to do a little bit of testing there to see what version you're on. And if they're on an older version of Windows 10, this stuff I just described, a lot of it doesn't work. Even something simple like um, making the title bar a different color. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not – I believe it's not supported on some supported versions of Windows 10. Anyway, this is the type of stuff your company deals with all the mm-hmm. time. I'm sure it's it's uh, it's a nightmare. It is nightmares. But are if you can get through the Rubicon, it. there you can have a pretty app. <laughs> you know, a lot of yeah. apps are pretty good looking these days. I mean, I just you know like the Teams app. Where I'm still on the old Teams app. I mean, but it looks like a mo- it's a modern kind of look and feel. It, mm-hmm. it feels natural. It blends in nicely with the Windows 11 UI. And then sometimes you run like an old school app and you're like, oof, like, you know. Yeah, the Windows 8 styling has really run its course. That aged so poorly. It looked bad yeah. right out of the box, right? I mean, mm-hmm. giant full screen stupidity, giant buttons that were designed to be as big as your thumb. You know, it's just terrible. But those those things still exist. Oh, yeah. Like there's no, there's a legacy scanning app, I think, still built into Windows 11 that's came with Vista. It's got that blue uh, kind of command bar thing at the top or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the modern equivalent of that is an app called Windows Scan, which came with Windows 8. And you have to download it from the store. It takes like 10 seconds. It's really small. And it works fine. But it's a total Windows 8 app, you know. So there's your choices. Mm-hmm. You could have something from a million years ago or from something from 500,000 years ago. You know, neither one of which looks modern or good in Windows 11, right? Or 10. This is how I spend my time, Brad. I think about this stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I'm still married. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure you guys have great dinner conversations. Oh, it's he's murder suicide is definitely how this ends. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anyways, you can change your Xbox Elite controller to more colors if you want. Although you still cannot change it to any orange that would match the Bengals attire. So I will. Yet again, be not ordering one. Well, it's based on demand, Brad. Um, (laughs) You're okay? I know approximately where you live. Okay. Yeah. Well, just follow the sound of the train. Um, (laughs) Just carpet bomb the whole railroad. Obviously, like a full price uh, Xbox wireless control is about 69 bucks these days. Yeah. Sometimes you can get them on sale. The Elite Series 2, which is kind of a mostly elite version Mm -hmm. of the controller, right? But it has all the, you know, the modern share button and all that stuff is like 150 bucks. I don't, I, I, I kind of want one of these things, but I have such a rich history with Xbox controllers that I know I will ruin it. Right. I'm like the gorilla in the Samsonite ad jumping up and down on the bag. Like I don't do a good job with these things. Then again, I do have carpet now for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, I haven't had a carpet under me in, you know, well, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, maybe it would last. I don't know. But I man, I break these things. I just 
Not not like I'm hurling them at a wall or anything. I mean, yeah. just drop them. I'm just clumsy. You know? Well, the elite doesn't exactly have a rich heritage of durability. Mm, reliability. Yeah, exactly. Normal use. That's right. Yeah. How do we make some, how do we make a thumbstick less reliable? How, here's an idea. Let let's let the user remove it. Yeah. You know. I mean, well, that's the fun part. So when you actually drop these things, they just explode. You know, it's like, like a Lego set. It goes. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, the on this version of the Elite, which I can't, I can't remember if it's second or not, whatever. The thing that actually wore out that I had to replace was the rubber on the thumbsticks. Yep. So I, oh, you can buy replacements sticks. online from Amazon for like three, four bucks or whatever. They're oh, great. That's interesting. That's what has worn so out. So they sell. I mean, you could buy new thumbsticks. They have thumbstick sets and things you can buy. But um, the thing that wore out for me was the, I guess you call it like the. The, the wing grips, the things. Oh, the yeah, the actually, first one, yeah, for sure. Because those would, like, peel. They yeah, were kind of just glued on, you know? That first gen, yeah, that one for sure. That happened to me. But this is on the second one. It's the okay. thumbstick rubber things wore out. And... Ooh, yeah, because that's, you know well, that's what you're doing. Your, you know, <laughs> that's what we used to call Nintendo thumb, right? Season Back 3 drops today, Call of Duty. Big changes on the Warzone side, so that will be interesting to watch. When is this happening? Today, I think. Oh, boy. I'm going to have yeah. to plug this thing in. <laughs> oh, boy. Have, do you know anything about the multiplayer map situation? Which no, because I don't. Minimal I and stupid. Multi- yeah. Okay. I just know that there's a lot of changes to Warzone, which yeah should be good. We'll we'll see. We got to see the patch notes to see if it's good or not. I guess then play it. But right. That's that. I'll have to go pay attention to this. I know what I'm going to do is I'm going to look this thing up and they're going to be like, we have one new multiplayer map. It's like, yay. 